right, we're rolling. Wait one second. <clears throat> hey, what's up, my people? Welcome to Kickback with Nadem, aka yours truly. It's good to be back with you all. And even better today, as Mr. Hot Take himself, my cousin Yudi, is with us. It's been a while, but how are you, my guy? Back like I never left. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Oh, it's good. It's good to have you back. A few people have been pressing me on Twitter saying, where's Yudi? Where's Yudi? Where's Yudi? Now, just be patient, man. He's just, he's, he's, he's not busy, but just be patient. But anyway, anyway, don't, don't even say a word. Don't even say a word. I need to know firstly, how did your pre Euro 2020 takes come along? I can't remember any of them. So I couldn't tell you to be honest. Let's, uh, let's just say they were all correct. I don't, I can't, I've assumed I got everything right. <laughs> what, what was your, uh, what was your biggest one? What was your biggest take? Uh, I think, um, I think the Olivier Giroud top scorer take might have been an error, but like, oh. I'm mad enough to admit that. So that's fine. It, it didn't age well, did it? Uh, no, that, that one was not a fine wine. That one, um, that one didn't age too well. Okay. 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 That's, um. I, res- I respect the honesty and, you know, I'm somebody as well that obviously wouldn't be pressing you every time Giroud wasn't playing a single minute in a game, but you had him as top scorer. No, no, and there's also no need to, like, respect the honesty. It's just, like, it, it's just the fact that he wasn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's all good. You know, we go again. We go again. Okay, so before we go any further, I just want to mention something just as a point of order, yeah? So, uh, you know, Yudi, we've followed England for most of our lives, yeah? And uh, I just want to say this before we go any further. So that's the best thing that I've ever done at the Euros. So I just wanted to mention that. So congratulations to the team and the staff. Obviously, they didn't win it. But, you know, the expectations are in a different spot. But like I say, that's the best I've ever done. So congratulations to them. And hopefully in the future, you know, they'll enter the, they'll enter the winner's circle. But for now, congratulations to Italy and to all of my Italian friends slash enemies. But, you know, not many would argue that it wasn't well-deserved. So credit to them. So anyway... Off that, I've said my piece. Congratulations to my Italian friends and enemy. But anyway, right. Who's in your team of the tournament? Um, team of the tournament? Yes. Uh, can I do honourable mentions first before I announce my team of the tournament? No, that's, that's getting defensive. You're trying to shoot yourself no, no, bail listen. before you've even committed the crime. <laughs> you think I'm stupid, huh? Listen, I just want to get my honourable mentions out, like nice and early. So firstly... Denmark, honourable mention. Okay. Czech Republic, honourable yeah. mention. Okay. And England, massive honourable mention. Yes. But team of the tournament was Italy. Like, they didn't lose. So. Okay, so let's disregard that because when I ask you the question, I'm talking yeah. about individual players that make up a team. Okay, so oh, yeah, that's what I meant by oh, team of the tournament. Oh, 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 okay. Because obviously Italy are the team of the tournament since they won the tournament. Yeah, so I'm yeah. talking about like your best 11. I hear you. Let, okay, let, let me walk that back. Okay, so... Okay, now I'm speaking English, English. It makes sense, yeah? <laughs> Thank you. It's fair. It's hard to understand you that hard. So, um, <laughs> in goal, I've got Kasper Schmeichel. Okay. Carry then on. I'm going to do a 4-4-2. Oh, very, very non-traditional, yeah. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, just, just mixing up a bit. So then, um, centre-backs, I'm going to go Benucci and Chiellini. Okay, we'll say we'll say Chiellini, not Chiellini. We'll say Chiellini. Chiellini. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> left back, Luke Shaw. Mm-hmm. Right back, I'm gonna go Mile from Denmark. Okay. Say? Yeah, Mailer. Yeah. Mailer. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Uh, no Center mids, 
I'm going to go Paul Pogba. Okay. And Marco Verratti. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Keep going. On the left, we're going to have Raheem Sterling. Okay. On the right, we are going to have... This one's tougher. Uh, Let me come back to my right mid. Uh, Up front, we're having Romelu Lukaku. Yeah. And Schick. Okay. Okay. And who's on the right then? So then on the right, we're going to go with... (laughs) Um, I don't know why this is so tough. All right, on the right, I'm going to go with Saka. With Saka? Okay, okay. Yeah, all right, cool. So uh, who was the best player in the tournament for you? Raheem Sterling. And the biggest disappointment for it, you can say as a team, an individual, whatever you want. Team, I'm going to go France. Okay, cool. So I, I get the feeling that people are listening at home and they want to throw their phones, throw their TVs, throw whatever, because they're thinking, what is this man talking about? <laughs> Some of the stuff you said in there is is a little bit wild. Some of it makes perfect sense, but some is a little bit wild. So anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Because if you aren't already following the social media, uh, social media you definitely should. And the handle is kickback underscore Nadum, and that's on Instagram and on Twitter. So please flame him. Flame him. Unless that is your exact team, please flame him because he's clearly been drinking. But anyway, anyway. To close the Euros, I just want to say um, thank you to everybody over at ESPN and ESPN FC that helped me feel so welcome during my three weeks working over there in Connecticut. Because from the people, you know, I was on air with to the three heroes that helped organize every little detail of my stay there. Unless you forget everybody behind the cameras that made it look so fabulous. You know, it was one of the best experiences I've ever had. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. So thank you. But now anyway, today's show, UD, okay? So I got the chance to speak with... Do you remember Fabio De Silva? I do. So Fabio is very, very interesting because this is a really good player. And to speak to him, that this is a guy who's played in the Champions League final. He played in one of the most famous ones because it was the one where Messi scored at Wembley. I think Barcelona beat Man United 3-1. Yeah. So he's literally been at the very, very peak. But it's interesting hearing from him because his story is so interesting, but it's not unique because he has to share it with his twin brother, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So it was really, really interesting. And I really enjoyed speaking with him because this is a really good guy. So it's, it was interesting listening to him talk about his career and how he's tried to forge his own path when along the journey, people always reference his brother. So I think you'll like this one, you. So you make sure you listen to this after your, your work is not finished through this intro. I expect I expect a full essay after the show. You tell me how good it is. Understand. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoy this piece now because this is with the man that is Fabio da Silva. Ah, moleque. Hello, my friend. <laughs> how are you, man? I'm good, you? Yeah, very good. It's good to see you again, man. Very good to see you again. How are you? you okay? Yeah, I'm I'm very good, man. I'm very good. It's good to see your face again with that big smile. That very big (laughs) smile. I'm not sure about your hair, though, with the blonde. Nah, yeah, you know, it's for for the summer. (laughs) Right, okay, okay. (laughs) Okay, so, because I don't think I have you for too long, let's um, let's let's, let's start. So, where where exactly in the world are you right now? I'm in Nantes, France. Okay, and that's getting ready to play for them for another season? 
Yes, yes, my my fourth season. Your fourth yeah, season, okay, okay. Fourth, fourth, fourth season with them. So what's it, start, what's it like playing in France? Is it as you expected? No, yes, yes. Uh, I come here like um, uh, three years ago. Mm -hmm. To be honest, it uh, surprised me and um, the quality of the of the the championship. Uh, and I love, I really, I really like the city, you know, not, and I really like. Uh, the way uh, French people are, yeah. To be honest, it's, okay. it's very nice. So, and a lot of young boys here, very, very good, very good players. You know, it's it's nice to see as well. A lot of them, it's good, uh, good talent, uh, young boys. Okay, and most importantly, then, do you speak French now? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, I, I, I understand uh, everything, uh, but to, to speak, uh, it's like my English. It's never... <laughs> no, no, your English is good. Don't be like that. Your English is good. Your English is good. So, so that means now you speak Portuguese, you speak English, and you speak French, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. impressive. Very, very impressive. <laughs> so um, back to preseason then. So obviously somebody like you plays your position. It means that you love preseason because you run all the time. Is that right? Or has things changed yeah. since you're older now? <laughs> Uh, it's you're right. To be honest, it's I. Uh, I get you. I get old. Uh, I like you run more than when I was. No. Young, <laughs> what, what, what what's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, serious. Uh, <sighs> now I think I. I know I need more now because I'm getting older. So no, I you need, don't. Uh, no, 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 you don't. <laughs> you're, you're supposed to relax now and just read the game differently, run less, enjoy the game more. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You're right. You're right. To be honest, you're right. But now I enjoy. I enjoy run even more now. <laughs> okay. So, what's the what your what are the club goals for the season? What do they want to achieve this year? Uh, to be honest, uh, after last season, we uh, we have a very hard season. We we battle to to relegation. The the club change. When I arrive here, it's already it's already the goal is is to top top ten. Yeah. And, Try maybe to to reach the the Europe Europe uh, Europe Cup. So it's, it's not happy last season. To be honest, it was hard season. But um, the the goal of this season it's it's, it's top ten. Okay. Uh, for and and so for somebody like you now, then who is going to turn thirty one on Friday? That's right, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's right. July 9th. So give him birthday. Birthday shout out, everyone. So, right. for somebody that's your age now, what are, what are your personal goals? What do you want to achieve? To be honest, enjoy. Yeah, I know you. You've been you've been there. Yes. Last few years. Yes, last few years of your career. Mm -hmm. I want to enjoy. You no, know, I want to play to play football with with Mario. I played before, but to be honest, when you're young, uh, it's a lot of responsibility. You know, you have. Uh, uh, few years in front of you now. I know it's in the end of my career, so I want to enjoy every every minute I can because it's not gonna last. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Well, now we know where you are right in this second. I want to talk about your journey to get there and learn more about you as a person and your decision making throughout your career. Yeah, so let's begin. Um, and firstly, even though I know who you are, and lots of people know who you are, like it's gonna be very hard to talk about you and not mention your twin brother. Rafael, yes, who also plays football. So, you know, if I sometimes, if I say you, I'm sometimes talking about you and Rafa, not just you, okay? And that's the same for everyone else. So please don't don't attack me in the comments or anything. That's what I'm trying. <laughs> this is home, my whole life. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I want to separate the two of you, but the two of you, the story's, the story's basically the same. So anyway, so your journey then begins in a place called Petropolis. Is that right? 
Yes. Did I, did I say that right? Yes. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> yes. Look at me, huh? Look at me. No, so, no, perfect. You're, you're so what, what, was, um, what was it like growing up in a place like that? Because it's not one of the biggest named places in Brazil, which everybody hears, you know, the stories. I, I was raised in Rio and I was this. Like, what, what was Petropolis like? Uh, it's in the mountains in, in, in Rio. It's like uh, 50 minutes from the, from the city, from Rio de Janeiro. Uh, it's quite than Rio, to be honest. Uh, but uh, for, for, for being raised there for, uh, with my brother, uh, my family, of course, my mom and dad work Monday to Monday uh, to, to give us everything we could have in that moment uh of course it's not a lot no it's not what my my child have now yeah yeah it's different yeah i agree it's different no, but anyway my, my mom and dad uh, raise us well and um we play football every day <laughs> it's like every every boy in brazil every day yeah okay so but to be honest uh i i've been there now in the um in the summer uh uh, it's winter there, yeah, but okay. it was nice to see my friends and uh, it's it's how how it is uh, how it is is I have a lot of friends uh, still there uh, my family so it was it was nice to remember when we growing up mm -hmm. um, with my brother together there it's it's it was was uh, something very special for us to turn footballers to be honest is is that the thing then to be if you are a brazilian footballer you probably grew up playing football every day in your community is that the way is that the normal story uh the, the, the 10 boys to be honest i'm not like nine who want to to be footballers and nine uh growing up playing football really yeah wow. yeah it's, it's that much huh <laughs> so you can ask anyone everyone want to be football that's it and why do you think that is is that just for the chance to say be like a hero is it to get out of a community what do you think it is yeah, it's to get out of the community, you know. Uh, most of the time, you know, I think it's the the shortcut to to get out of the community, you know. Uh, even we, we go to school, but it's it's to be honest, it's for for the boys, it's easier to to get through football mm -hmm. than in the school, you know, because you can you can graduate in in Brazil and it's still hard to to find a job and yeah. find some some job with money for you and your family. Okay, so from when you were playing all the time then, were you always good or did you start to get good when you were older? No, I don't like to say it. No, you know no, me, say but, it. Come on, say but, it. To be honest, yeah, I started to play when I four, when I, when we have four years old yeah. with the boys at 11. So that's how, how yeah. good we are already. To be honest, uh, five with five six years old, we, we, you need to sign to play. Now just sign our formula to play. Mm -hmm. We... Five five years old. We cannot sign, so we just thump. Uh, you put your thumbprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> but, but <laughs> we couldn't, couldn't write the name yet. Okay, so here's the real question, though, which everybody wants to know: When you were younger, then who was better, you or Rafa? Um, me. It was you, huh? It was yeah, you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what made you better? Uh, I score. I score a lot of goals. I play striker, to be honest. You, <laughs> you, you played it. No, 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 no. Come I on, swear, come I on, Fogo. No, no, no. Come on, you're lying. For <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of goals. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. And um, so, how did it all change then, in terms of you going from a striker to being known as a defender? How did that happen? Uh, when I was uh, when I moved to Fluminense, uh, it's my brother already played right back. I was still striking Fluminense. Uh, mm. So one day, 
uh, a left back it's um, get injured so the coach didn't like much the the second left back and he he asked me because I was so fast so he asked me you can play just just for your training mm-hmm. play left back I play very well and he put me in the game and that's I never I never change again I play left back all the, all the, the that season with Fluminense and oh. after I go to under 15s and everything to national team so okay. I never change so um let me let me call you out here so you play for Fluminense yeah yes. but you're a Botafogo fan Yes, <laughs> you know everything. I know there. everything, Fabio. I know everything. <laughs> did was that a problem? Like when you signed for Fluminense, did you not want to try and play for Botafogo instead? Uh, I actually in futsal. Yeah, I play for Botafogo. Ah, but the the facility the facilities in Fluminense was was much better, and I, I already been there uh, before. I I went to Botafogo futsal. Mm-hmm. So my 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 dad is a world man. When he says something, it's finished. He, he, he's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's old guy. Like, yeah, something it's finished. So he give his word to to the guy from Fluminense. So Botafogo tried to get us, but my dad already give the, uh, give the word to to this guy in Fluminense. So we moved to Fluminense. Okay, so you moved to Fluminense then, and then all of a sudden you're playing for Sir Alex Ferguson's Manchester United. So I want to know how did that happen because the two clubs, it's not like they're linked. So how did you end up going there? It's a competition. To be honest, John Calvert, he's a scout in Brazil for Manchester. Okay. He already played uh, tournaments in Fluminense. Mm-hmm. But we have this tournament called Manchester United Premier Cup. Now it's changed uh, because uh, Manchester United is not with Nike anymore. But mm-hmm. it's very popular. Mm-hmm. We, we call in Brazil Copa Nike. Okay. So it's all the all the clubs play. To get uh, one spot in the, this massive competition, it's in my time is in Hong Kong. Okay. So all the teams in the country, every country, play in in, in Hong Kong. So these scouts is already so so us to play. Uh, actually, Fluminense is Adidas. So normally, Adidas the, the clubs uh, Adidas sponsor don't, normally don't play this tournament. But we like it's four four boys. It's not just me and my brother. It's me and my brother, Michael, and Artur. He really like these four players. Okay. And he make Nike put us in this competition. Wow. Just for, yeah, just for for see. And actually, we won the competition. Wow. To, okay. To go to Hong Kong. Wow. So and that that's all start because in Hong Kong. Uh, I have uh, a lot of scouts from United, and we won the competition as well mm-hmm. there ah, against wow. PSG the, in the final. So we play very well. My brother, it's I, I think my brother gets no, no, he's second best uh, best player in the competition. Uh, but it was nice. We play very well, and that's all starts. Uh, everyone really liked us there. Why? Why do you think they liked you? What do you think it was about your game that they liked? Yeah, uh, the energy we we put on, you know, for for young young boys already, we are so excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, we up one minute, so that's uh, of course the the talent as well. But this for for Brazilian boys, when you're young, normally you play with the ball, mm-hmm. nice. But me and my brother have this this uh, energy. They 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 love it. And how old were you? Uh, we are in that time fifteen. 15 okay so you moved did you move over to England when you were 15 or was it when you were 16 
Now we we signed we with Manchester United when sixteen because it's in that time I don't know if it's allowed now but we couldn't sign for Man United uh, uh, after sixteen years old. Okay. We, actually, we we have birth birthdays uh, birth of sixteen years old uh, Friday and <laughs> signed with Manchester United on Monday. <laughs> like that. And how did you feel then when you first joined? Because obviously at this point you've not played for a first team. You know you were at Fluminense, but now you're playing for one of the biggest clubs in the world. Like, how did that feel when you first arrived? To be honest, when they sit down with me, and my brother, and my my parents, uh, when I left the 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 room where you're signing, yeah, the office of the guy, yeah, my mom, it's. My mom and dad couldn't believe. It. They said, "No, it's it's not true. It's not true. It's, it, you serious? You 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 gonna sign with Man United?" And I'm like, actually in shock, you know. To to be honest, we we expect to do something nice, but with 16 to sign for Manchester United, it's something very special. Yeah. Did um, which people there sort of made you feel comfortable like straight away? Because as a 16 year old coming from a different country, I imagine that must have been hard. Like, who helped you the most in those early days? So so. We did a, we did a movie to England sixteen yeah. because they have agreement to for me and my brother to stay a little bit longer. So we move with 17, 17 years old. Yeah, but uh, the the guy the, the guys uh, Cristiano Ronaldo was there. He speak Portuguese. Mm. To be honest, was was very nice, and he he's already yeah, uh, Cristiano not yeah. superstar today, but he's already yeah, started yeah. for for this incredible footballer he he was he was today but uh you have uh, all the other Rio Ferdinand uh Fletcher uh of course uh, Sir Alex Ferguson mm -hmm. he helped a lot uh, he's something very special a coach like him uh, want to help us you know because it's not it's not it's not easy either to to move country yeah it's a different style of football and mm -hmm. this food is different and Everything is different, you know. The codes because we we play in thirty nine degrees there. We, we play imagine <laughs> two two degrees, so it's completely different. But to be honest, uh, Manchester United. That's why I say I said to everyone in the, that 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 much I, I like Manchester United because they they really feel us uh, felt like like home, you know. Mm. And what what was Sir Alex Ferguson like? Because from the outside, you know, you see the stuff which he says on TV and all this, but everybody seems to love him. But like, why exactly do people love him so much? Because um, apart from football, he he liked the man, you know. He liked the man you are. If you are a good man and he see you as a, as a man, I think that's the difference, you know. That's how, how he is. So... That's that's why his, his connection with all all players play play for him, you know. Yeah. I think because he he treats you he treats you like uh, a man. Yeah. He forget the, the footballer and treat like a man. I think this is different. And do you think that's why the club was so successful? Because obviously you had good players, but is it because of him? Do you think? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And what about your best memories while you were there? Best memories, uh, I would say to, to win the league and uh, be part to play. Uh, a lot of games in 2011 and to play the final of Champions League. Champions League is something very special in Brazil, you know, in Europe as well, you know. But mm -hmm. to play in the final, of even if you don't win, people are going to criticize me. Ah, no, but you lose. For me, it doesn't matter. To play in the final of Champions League for me was something something very, very special. Let's talk, can we talk about that final? Because that was the one against Barcelona, wasn't it? Was it the yeah. one at Wembley? Yes, in Wembley. So I'll yeah. be honest with you. Like, 
I'd love to know how you felt in that game because you did play and but that Barcelona team was one of the best Barcelona teams that I've ever seen. And you know, as far as performances go in a final, like it was it was incredible. I think it was three one to Barcelona. Was it? Yeah, yeah. But you that was it. but that was the midfield that had Busquets, Xavi, Iniesta, like that's one of the best midfield threes I think I will ever see in history. So yeah. what was it like playing in that game? Was fantastic to be honest. The the atmosphere um, for 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 my family, you know, for for me as well personally to to play in that final against that team. For me, it's best team in history. Mm-hmm. For me, personal opinion. And of, we knew we we're gonna be hard. You know, maybe if we play another team, I could have a, a trophy, a medal, <laughs> of yeah. win in Germany. But we knew we we're gonna be hard. You know, and actually we we get we managed to 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 draw with them. Like they score one nil mm-hmm. when they score, normally when they score. The team is just like, yeah. oh, it's, yeah. it's done, it's finished. Mm-hmm. And you managed to draw. And you, of course, you, you didn't have much possession because that team have normally 70% possession all, all the time. Mm-hmm. Still, we, 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 did, we did have a good game, you know, but it's still not enough for, against that team. Yeah. So back to your time at United then. Um, do you think you reached your potential there? Do you think you played to your best? No. Why? Uh, I put too much pressure on me, you know. Uh, I, I didn't have the personality I need to have to play for Man United. Honest, mm-hmm. uh, for me, it's, it's not a shame to to say that. And to be honest, now I, I I'm older. Mm-hmm. I felt I felt like uh, I could do much much better, you know. In that time, I do have potential to do much much better. Yeah, yeah it's interesting you say that because as you do get older, you do see things differently, and. Of you know, it's the same for me and stuff. And I sometimes wish that, say, when I was younger, some of the lessons which I've learned now, I wish somebody would have taught me back then, you know, so then you can have a sort of different outlook at key times. But anyway, so for you anyway, was it hard for you then? So for the time you spent at Manchester United, you played the games that you played. Was it hard for you not playing as regularly when you saw that your brother was playing more than you or were you okay with it and you understood it? No, it was hard. It was very hard, to be honest. But uh, I, I was happy for him. Um, I, I, I will speak about this in my geography, my book. Okay. Me and my brother. In okay. two months, we're going to have a, a uh-huh. book come out. Nice, yeah, nice, nice. Right for a long time. And I speak a lot of, about this, you know. it's of, of course, it was hard for me, you know, to see him play and uh, I'm not... Uh, of course, he had a much better career in Manchester than me, but uh, I was happy for him. You know, it's it's just something like this. We are so close, and I see his success is actually my success, uh, my success also. You know, so this this is how we are connect so much. But of course, I, I want to play. I want to play football. That's why I left mm-hmm. uh, because I want to play more regular football. So okay. That's the, well, well, the first time you left was to go to QPR. And with all due respect, I'm guessing it must have been a bit of a shock to see how we were at QPR compared to uh, what it was like playing for Man United, yeah? Or was it not? Ah, of course, it's another world, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's another world, completely different. Uh, it's a hard, hard season for us as well. We remember yeah. that. It's yeah. a mess. <laughs> yeah. it, it was. But, I, some things you can't forget. <laughs> Even when you don't want to <laughs> remember, <true>. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but it's nice to grow, to grow, to grow up. You know, to to see some something 
so messed up and uh, you need to learn from from that as well you know mm-hmm. and of course i i learned i learned a lot of things so that's like like you said it's hard to forget so we we always gonna remember and did it um so that season we got so we got relegated i think that was in 2012 2013 did yes. uh did it affect your confidence being in a team that was losing so often or were you okay now of course i, I, I Effect, but uh, I I come back different uh, to my United. You know, I come back different with another mentality. To be honest, mm-hmm. uh, for that point, uh, I, I actually I change uh, my career. You know, uh, I go to QPR, we get relegated. Uh, I say now let's 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 do my my thing now. That's why I left. Uh, I go to to Cardiff after. It's uh, another relegate uh, season for mm-hmm. us. Uh, I come to Cardiff there. But it's still, it's still some, something I do. I do apart from my brother, you know, because to be honest, in Manchester, it looks like I, I follow him instead yeah. of follow my path. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So something my. That's that's very interesting, actually, because like I see that as being a having your twin brother there is both a gift, but also a curse because the two of you will always be compared to each other, because the career that you've had is a good career. But someone will say it's not as good as your brother, you know. Yes. And that that must be something that's very very tough to deal with, especially when it's somebody you love so much. Because you know you fall back on each other. The two of you together are great, and that's uh, I say it's re- it's really really interesting. So you so you left anyway, and you went to Cardiff City. And firstly, did you feel you had to leave United, or did you get told that you know this is the only option for you? No, I felt I felt I, I need I need to 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 leave United. You know, to like I said to 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 follow my path, and uh, Card come with Oli Sokja. To be honest, mm-hmm. he he called me to to because I will be free in the end of the that season. But Oli come to my house, say no, come come to Card with me. We not we not gonna get relegated. We 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 have a team. So, and I trust I trust him and I trust um. Uh, I work with him in Manchester. And I, I want, I, I really, in that moment, I felt, felt like he, like he wanted, you know, for, for a coach. So yeah. for me, it was very, very good because after QPR, mm-hmm. after the, the relegation, you know, he come, a coach come to you and want you like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why, that's why I go. And uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think for a moment it's like he, something wrong I did in my career, you know. Yes. Yeah. Of you, course, I have other options, but uh, I did that. Do you think the way that he was as a manager then? Do you think that's the same way he's managing Manchester United now? Now, of course, of course, no, he's, he's different. You know, he he, he growing after that relegate uh, relegation as well. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he growing like a coach uh, to see as well how some things can 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 come wrong if you if you. If you don't do the, the, the things right, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think he did some things right, but of course he did uh, another things wrong in Cardiff. That's why it don't work well. So you need to be to be honest. Okay. So I think he learned a lot. Okay, I think did you spend three seasons there, or was it two? Yes, two two and a half. I, I, I arrived in January in that uh, Premier League, and I spent another two seasons. Okay. In championship. So by the time you were leaving, you ended up being a fan favorite. So what were your best uh, sort of memories or moments from there it's the last season uh, i play very well i score i score the goal of the season to oh, be honest okay, okay. yes yes okay. no i was not, okay. I, was not. Okay. I have a good connection with the fans that's why 
I'm never gonna say it's a mistake to to go to Cardiff or to get relegation. Another one because of course, if you get two relegates uh, like I did, you yeah. see your confidence go low. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, but uh, to be honest, I have a good relationship with uh, with, the, with the supporters. You know, I really like Cardiff. And uh, in your two and a half years there, did you learn to speak any Welsh? <laughs> no, no, no. If they, if, even them, they, they don't they don't speak Welsh anymore. <laughs> I know, I know. That was, was that was just a little wind up because, to be fair, oh, the Welsh yeah. language itself uh, is it's a test. It's a test. <laughs> so you um you ended up moving from Cardiff City when you were in the Championship to Middlesbrough, who'd just been promoted to the Premier League. So I want to know, as an individual, did that happen purely because your goal was to get back to the Premier League, or was there something else? Now my my goal is to get back to the Premier League. You know, before uh, I, I could do, I could do like to play in Premier League and play a nice a nice uh, mm -hmm. season. You know, in Premier League, mm -hmm. and that that's what I did in Middlesbrough. To be honest, even we have a uh, six month very well in Middlesbrough in the Premier League after we get relegated again. But it, anyway, you know, the the club is already favorite to to get relegated. You you go there to fight. You know, to yeah. to see if you, if you can do it. You know, you, you so. We we try. We actually work very hard. Uh, the group was good. To be honest, different from 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 Queens Park Rangers when I when I played there. Yeah. Um, but in the end, it's Premier League, my friend. It's you know how it's tough, hard yeah. it is the yeah. league. <laughs> it's very very tough. So did yeah, you? Yeah. So how did you play individually in in that season? I know, it, like for some people listening, they might think this is an insane question, but or just a statement. But I think an individual can play well in a team that gets relegated. Because ultimately, you know, it's, it's about the collective. If the collective doesn't do well enough, then you do go down. But how did you do as an individual that year? Uh, I, 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 I would say to you, uh, I did, I did well in that, in that season. Even if you get relegated, I proved myself. I, I could play in, um, regu uh, regular mm -hmm. uh, with a club in Premier League and play well mm -hmm. uh, most of the game. So that's that's what I felt in that in that season. You know. So as they were going down then, or as you were going down, did you have any options to stay in the Premier League? Actually, I, I have an offer to, to move uh, to Sporting Lisbon and a few in Italy. But uh, I, I stay in the end uh, and the championship. And it's, for me, it was good as well. To be honest, I play in Cardiff. I play well in the championship and I, in Middlesbrough. We go to the uh, the playoffs. We play in the same. We lose in the same final for Aston mm. Villa. The, the season after uh, relegate relegation, and to be honest, um, I I help the team. And in that point, when I play championship, we get playoffs, and we we, we didn't go up. I say it's it's time to move out to, from England. You know, it's mm -hmm. just to see something else, to see another competition. That's why I enjoy not because I, I really. I really want to see something, something else. You know, actually, I I play England for ten years. Yeah, I thought, no, it's it's enough. Let let's see something else. Look at look at the way that sort of as a human being and as a player, your mind changes as you get older. You know, you see things differently. Like all this, there's a point where everything I want to do is to be in England. I'm playing in England. I want to play as long as possible in England. And then it's like there's like a moment we realize that there's more to football than yes, just playing. Yes, there's there's always that point. But it's incredible. And, and as you say, you've been a, in Nantes now for three years. And maybe this next year is going to be a big year. But now, here's, this is why I've brought you on, okay? So this <laughs> this show has a lot of City supporters on it that listen up, yeah? So I don't know if they're listening fully because it's you. But I hope they are because I've got some questions for you. 
So Fergie used to call Man City the noisy neighbours, yeah? Yeah. Did he actually believe that or was he just trying to show confidence? Oh, man. I don't know. You know, you know what? He's a, he's a, he's a, he likes to, to play, to play the words, you know, if you know what I mean, you know, he likes to, to, to say things to, to wind people up or whatever, get a reaction. you know, yes, yes. How how people gonna react? Exactly, exactly. Like, you know, so he play he play a lot of uh, mind mind words there, like to 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 see how how people react. Uh, so you think he was just playing games or what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you, cannot, you cannot put me on this. <laughs> All right. Then. So so, what did the players think? Because obviously Sir Alex would say that, but what did the players think about City? Because from the time when you first started to play for uh, United, City were just being taken over and there was more talk of what was to come. So how did the players feel about this new threat maybe across the road? That's when, when they take over there. Much, I, think, I think, in my opinion, Manchester United feel, feel, a, feel, a threat, feel a threat for, for how rich the club will be mm-hmm. and how this is going to change, you know, the, the city, you know, because Manchester City before was, what's not a real, real rival for, for, yeah. for, for Man United. And that point, that's changed, you know, so maybe they feel the threat uh, when they take over. You, know? you say there, you were there? <laughs> There's no there, I'm talking about you. I'm no, asking you, man. I'm asking I... you, Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, for, for for me for me for me we knew when they start to 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 buy the superstars mm-hmm. that's uh, it starts uh, a big derby and a big uh, rivalry like uh, it's it's been it's been in these days you know so now now it's a, a derby and real real derby. and how about uh, I forget which year it was but when Tevez came over th- was that like a big deal you guys are saying oh nobody can be friends with carlos anymore or is it or was it just a case of that was just business it's a big deal it's a big deal the way he left my united is a big deal you know okay that's that's the, that's the problem that's why i say when when the the guys take over and the the owner of Manchester city take over we knew that's gonna happen you know because like tevis you know mm-hmm. he take he take one of um great players and bots with money mm-hmm. now normally that's football yeah but that's the problem. Okay. And what was the club like after Sir Alex retired? To be honest, um, my, it's hard. It, it's like, imagine you, you, you work with, um, with an owner mm-hmm. for a coach. So he's, he's not just a coach in Manchester United, uh, Sir Alex. He's, he's everything. Mm-hmm. For 27 years. When he, when he's gone, everything has to ha- have to change. They they say now we try to put everything like it was, but it's impossible. No, everyone work different, so you, you're gonna need to change a few things or change uh, um, and put in your own way, your own way to 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 work. And that's that's was hard. That's what was very very hard because um, it's. Now they start to 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 get on track again. Yeah, in my opinion, mm-hmm. but it, it was a mess, you know. It was a mess when when he left. It's and um, what would you say in your career then? I've only got two more questions because I know you're a busy guy. You need to go and run somewhere. 
What's been your proudest moment so far in your career? My career? Uh, to, to play alongside my, my, my twin brother, to be honest. Mm. When are we growing up, uh, we never, never really think both of us couldn't make professional, mm -hmm. even to for, from a club like Manchester United together. Uh, and to be honest, I would say, you say to me, but this is more... It's, it's still for me, but for my parents to, yeah. to get my, my parents out of the community. This is the, the, mm -hmm. the achievement uh, of all my life, to be honest, they, because they work a lot and they deserve. Yeah, that's, that's nice. So I've got, I've got one more question for you. And uh, some of your friends might be listening to this. So I need you to pick me a five-a-side team of the best players you've played with, but you can only pick five. That's one goalkeeper, four outfielders, yeah? So you ready? Who's in your team? <laughs> Uh, I pick Cristiano. Mm -hmm. What in goal? Uh, in goal? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm jo I was joking. I was joking. I say you're gonna put him in goal, <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, I'm just playing. Okay, put on put on goal. Edwin Van der Okay. Uh, Cristiano. Yeah. Post goals. Okay. I don't. I I I don't need to pick me. Huh? Please, please don't English. pick you. No, no, no. Any, no. Listen, anybody that picks themselves, people ask ask questions like, "Come on, relax." <laughs> uh, so Cristiano post goals. Van der Sar. Uh, this is hard because. Mm -hmm. I know, I know. That's why I asked no, the no, question it's last. It's hard. It's hard. You got two more. Uh oh. He's nervous yeah, now. He's nervous now. <laughs> I, I need to pick Ryan Giggs. Okay. And uh, five aside. Mm -hmm. Five aside. Don't think 11 aside. Think five aside. Yes, that's why. Uh, I pick. I'll pick Nani. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's probably a good shot for a five aside. That's uh, I would say I don't interrupt him. I saw I need I need to say him because he's he's like so you want so you want Adele for Nani or who Adele for Nani okay that's uh that'll get the QPR fans happy. Adele's made the nod, got the nod. Um, so I know I know I said it was done, but there's just one more question I want to ask you. So for you, um, I think you're a good person to answer this. Do you prefer, or who's, who, mm, I can't say who's better, but do you prefer Ronaldo or Messi? Ronaldo. Why? Uh, I think because the work ethic, ethic, I don't say Messi don't have, but I think Ronaldo need more than Messi to be honest. I think Messi is a born, born natural. Yeah. You know, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo, but I think Ronaldo work work a lot of, of, uh, of on, on, on his talent, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't need it that much. You know, uh, the reason I ask is because I was, uh, I, was looking, I was looking through your history yesterday. Then I looked at that Champions League final. Then I clicked on Messi. Then I looked at Ronaldo. Yeah, through you, I thought of Messi and Ronaldo. And I looked back and I thought, you know, today we talk about Mbappes and people like this, yeah, and other players who've got potential. They've got great potential. <laughs> But say, for example, I think it was in the in La Liga in 2011-2012, Ronaldo had 46 goals and 12 assists, and he was second top scorer in the league. 
because Messi had 50 and 16 assists. And I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. This, no, but what, what these guys did for these last 12 years is something... Incredible. It's, it's of course, incredible. people people don't going to say they are the best footballers in history because yeah. you know, the past always going yeah. to come from Maradona, yeah. Pelé. But for me, in football, for... The, how long they did no one gonna is gonna yeah. achieve that I know the old, old school people will be like against what I say but I'm with you like these two they're just different they're different I can't even begin to talk about other things because I say that Messi got 50 that season the next year he got 46 the guy had 96 <laughs> goals in two seasons imagine oh, no. <laughs> come on <laughs> well, that is something and to be honest we are very lucky to, to put uh, yes. have this generation to, to watch this 100% some if someone says who who is better, who would you rather have? I'll say I have either, and I'm sure I'll be just fine. You give me this one or this one, I'll be just fine. But Doesn't yeah, matter. well, thank you very much, man. It's good to see you. Yeah. Very good to see you, and uh, it's good listening to your story as well. Learned a lot, yeah. and also yeah. I, I've learned that you're crazy enough to enjoy preseason, which is the crazy, <laughs> which is the wildest thing. <laughs> but good to yeah. see you, man. Have a good day. Hi, you too. Take easy, brother. Bye. So there you have it. Like always, a big thank you for tuning in. And also, thank you to all those who've been interacting with me recently on social media, as it's actually been quite a lot of fun. So I guess I might just do it more often. But anyway, be sure to hit subscribe if you haven't done so already. And if you can't wait till the next episode drops, a kickback binge is always an option. A big shout out to Ryan Hale for the production and the edit. And lastly, thank you to UD for all his cold takes that he usually delivers in the intros. Bye for now, guys.